Hey, you. Want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. And sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down Nostalgia Lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Doomers! Please be advised Mental Health Mondays deals with some heavy topics and subjects, such as mental health, suicide, sexual assault, and more. Please listen at your own discretion and please seek professional help if you are struggling. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, it's Ebony. Welcome back to another mental health whatever day this is. Because I think I'm going to have to change the name being Mental Health Mondays at the moment. It's Mental Health Surprise. It's here. Um, But with that being said, this week I wanted to talk about the feeling of being uneasy while feeling calm. And you're probably like, the fuck is she on about? If you're calm, why would you be uneasy? And the fact of the matter is that for me personally, I sometimes feel the most uneasy when nothing's going on. Because for me, I'm so used to whether that be myself personally, mentally feeling down or uh, quote unquote crazy or stressed or or physically exhausted, or you're used to uh, toxic situations, or so many different scenarios, that the moment you get to, you, you realize nothing is going on, and you're actually at a calm state, you start freaking out. So the calm doesn't last. And it's because you're so used to having something go wrong or something be bad that as soon as it's good or calm or content, you're like, great, something's going to come around the corner. I know for me with my whole life, I've always um, felt very unsettled by feeling calm, which is really unfortunate because you strive so much to be calm and content only for even being calm and content. You're not calm and content. (laughs) You can't win. And I know for me personally, um, music helps a lot with that. And I'm going to dive into that into another episode in more detail. Um, I know a few of you have commented on a couple of Twitter things that I posted out about what music you listen to Um, when you're being spiraled or in a bad mental state. So I am going to get to that. But um, the the way the mind works when you're at such a state that even when calm, it's creating messes and processes for you, it's just unbelievable. 
And like I've touched on in the past, like I've been on on and off so many different meds. But I found that no matter what I was on, that was the one thing that I could never shake off. Because you're just so used to it. It's like being conditioned. You're conditioned to knowing or to feeling or to being around something bad or uncomfortable or the unknowing or unknown, sorry. And it's just... It's just an absolute mindfuck, you know? And then you go down this spiral of, well, if something's bad going to happen, then what? Is it going to be today? Is it going to be tomorrow? Has it already happened and I'm not aware of it? Did I completely blank out? Like, you cannot win. You cannot win. I've gone through so many different situations in life where, you know, I've I've gone through different types of assault. I've gone through different scenarios as a child. I've seen a lot. I've dealt with a lot. And a lot of the time in those scenarios, you go to, you, you find, or you try to find what you class as a a mental happy place you know you imagine you're somewhere else or you're doing something different you're picturing you're not where you are but I don't I don't know if maybe I'm just different to other people but I've never been able to do that so when I'm in that mental state or I'm in that situation I am highly present highly present it's almost like I'm hyper aware of everything and because of that when I'm just sitting still and nothing's going on or bad around me I'm hyper aware that nothing is going on around me so then I start thinking of scenarios that could go wrong I start thinking of situations that could happen. And these scenarios and situations are fucking ridiculous. Like it's something that some of them would never happen in a million years. But because I'm so used to something going wrong, I start thinking about them and then I dwell on them and then I get into an even more depressed state and then I get back to where I started. So that sense of calm never lasts because my brain will sit there and go, well, it's not going to last. Why should it last? It hasn't lasted in the past. (laughs) I'm a poet and I didn't even know it, (laughs) but it's just crazy how everyone's mind works so differently. I had a conversation with a friend not long ago about something very similar and um, they brought up the whole going to a happy place and, you know, they described their happy place and and for them it was a place that they went to when they were younger, um, especially during, like, uh, parental arguments. And I sat there thinking to myself, Like, I grew up in a very broken home. 
and then eventually both parents just went their own ways anyway and I dealt with a whole world of shit through with my mother as I've you know as I've noted in other episodes and I was never able to do that I never once thought I should go into another mental happy place like I watched every single argument I felt every single hit no matter what happened no matter what age you know and for those situations that without going into detail in this episode for the situations that were a lot worse than that I felt and witnessed everything and it's almost like at what point do you sit there and you go I'm I don't know six seven eight and my imagination doesn't exist you know it's it's like how do I not have the creativity or the mindset to be able to disassociate myself with my surroundings as a child you know I never had invisible friends I never had like I was always one who would play with friends and they'd want to play I don't know like house or something and I'd want nothing to do with it because I just didn't care I was like this isn't real why why should I like I could never I was never able to create another world or imagine or have the imagination to be able to be that creative and thrive that much in that sort of scenario and looking back now nearly 30 like it's almost quite sad you know it's it's like why were all my friends able to hold a doll and be like you know this is my baby this is the pram like don't get me wrong I, I had those toys I had those moments but for me it was too fake it was like I did it because I thought I had to because that was that was what my friends were doing and that's what my parents expected of me as you know a seven-year-old girl but in reality I just didn't care I didn't care about the dolls or even cars or anything like that dressing up. I mean, now as an adult, which is really strange, now as an adult, it's the complete opposite. Um, that's going to be a spicy episode coming up. <laughs> I might dive into a few different things there. But as a child, it took me a really long time to realize that I wasn't like the others because I'd put myself in a situation where I was almost like a chameleon so although although I didn't imagine the surroundings and I didn't have that connection with my toys or anything like that I still thought I was normal because I thought everyone was like that I thought everyone was faking it essentially um and obviously that wasn't the case so it's been quite a self-discovery journey through my teens and really early 20s to understand 
to somewhat understand. I don't think anyone can ever understand how their mind works, but to, to somewhat understand A, how my mind works and be the kind of person I am. It's taken a lot of trial and error. It's taken a lot of pretending to be someone I'm not. But I think I can safely say at 29, although I've still got a long way to go and, you know, I've got much improvement, I can safely say I somewhat, (laughs) somewhat know who I am and the direction I'm heading and how to control certain scenarios and how to think in certain ways. Now, does that mean, much like my previous episode, that I will spiral a lot? Yeah, that's, unfortunately, that's the way my brain works and that's the person I am, is I can get very uh, stuck in my own head. Very stuck in my own head. And, you know, that all comes back down to that uneasy feeling of being calm. Because there's so much that could go wrong that's probably never going to go wrong. And yet, that's all I can think about. We interrupt this podcast for a quick promo break. But don't stress, we'll be back soon. I still want to roll another plant. Like, I, I hear that. That's welcome to the PM podcast. That's how it goes. Sometimes you want to roll another plant. Sometimes you want to pour another shot. Light one up with us. Pour a shot with us. Because I'm going to pass it to you eventually. And if it's not lit, then I'm going to tell you, hey, light yours. Because I'm a light mind. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. You can only find that on pnmpodcast.com. Let me tell you that again because I don't think you heard it. pnmpodcast.com. Stacy. See, that wasn't too long. Now back to the episode. Is and I think unfortunately with me, once again this is all personal experience. I, I don't know what you guys go through or anyone else for that matter or how people should or shouldn't react to things. This is all myself and my experiences. But I tend to also fixate on other people's um, on other people's issues and dramas and take them on myself. And I know a lot of my friends and acquaintances can say that because they've they've brought it up to me. I'm always one to think. Or help others before I think or help think about or help myself because to me I'm so used to it that I don't care whereas if I can help someone else then I will and my biggest thing is always encouraging people to vent and whether that be to me or to someone else but then I do that completely knowing I'm going to take it on Completely knowing that I will fixate on it and I will start overthinking it and I'll try and think of solutions and I'll be up all night worried or concerned about, you know, that person who's told me this and that because 
I've asked them to, but I can't differentiate the fact that it's not my issue. It's sure I can help them, but for me, I get so obsessed with the scenario or the situation that I can't let go. I have to have a solution. I have to have something to come back to them with. And then that puts more pressure on me because then I start thinking, I, I sorry, I start um, building up both of them. I'll have my own scenario or my own issues and then I'll have someone else's scenario and their issues and they combine and then it's like a massive snowball effect. It starts rolling and building and rolling and building until the point where I've taken on so much with myself as well as my friends that I explode. The expression to bottle something up is quite literally the perfect description for myself. I am those tiny little bubbles in a soft drink or soda or pop or whatever you want to call it. I am those in the bottle or the can. I am those slowly building after someone's shaken it. And I'm slowly building and building and building until eventually the lid pops off and I explode. And when I explode, I really explode. I word vomit everything. I completely break down. I get so in my head and then start hating on myself for the fact that I can't handle it. Even though no one should be able to handle it. Like, I put so much pressure on myself. Whether that be mentally or as a friend or work. That essentially I'm beating myself up. And as much as I know I'm doing that, I can't stop it. I've tried so many times. I've tried to distance myself. I've had breaks from people. I've had breaks from social media. I've had breaks from everything. And I can't mentally distance myself from that. I will always ask, are you okay? And I will always take on what people tell me. And in saying that, <laughs> I don't want, if my friends listen to this, which they don't, but if they did, I don't want you guys to stop by any means. I'm here for you as a friend. But, you know, it's it's almost like once in a while I I want someone to ask how I'm going because it is so rare. I Or they do and I brush it off and I need to start accepting people's help and I need to start letting people in. I don't want to feel uneasy while feeling calm. I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to be able to be like, you know what? Finally, I can sit. I can take a breather. I can accept what's going on and just enjoy myself. But that doesn't happen. Ever. <laughs> like ever, ever. I've seen therapists. I've seen counsellors. I've, as I said, I've been on meds. Nothing changes that. It's the one thing that I've never been able to change. And I believe... And I could be wrong, but I believe I'm not the only one. I believe it's quite common to push aside your own 
bullshit to help other people because you don't think you're worthy enough you don't think you deserve it and we do we do deserve it we are worthy enough and is this me having to you know accept that myself absolutely is it going to be a really long journey absolutely this is something I'm going to have to deal with my whole life like I said I'm 29 almost 30 like I've got some time (laughs) I hope (laughs) but that doesn't mean that we just stop you know still be a friend still be a kind and caring person still be there for people But when you know you've had enough or you can't take on more or you're dealing with your own mental bullshit, speak up. You know, tell tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, tell your dog, your cat, whatever. (laughs) You know, just be honest and open with yourself. And it's definitely something I'll be working on moving forward and it's definitely something... You know, I hope to improve, but it's one day at a time. And with that being said, I think I'm going to end the episode here. So I hope you guys are having a magical, wonderful, beautiful day. Please reach out if you need to, whether that be you want to be on an episode or you just want to vent I know after all that <laughs> you probably don't want to because I probably put you off it but if if I can take it I'll handle it please vent my dms are always open and if for whatever reason I can't or it's too much I'll let you know and I'll come back to you in the dms in a you know a future date but for now take care of yourselves Take care of one another and have a fantastic day. Bye. When we come home from a long day of teaching kids or laying pipe, we find a long list of responsibilities just waiting for us at home, like wrangling our kids or taking them to their activities, cooking a meal, doing the laundry, or just picking up everyone else's shit. And how do we decide to use the minute amount of free time that we actually do have? We gave ourselves yet another job and we started a podcast. We wanted a space where we could talk about the things we love, such as sports, movies, music, and our families. And we also wanted a place to vent about the things that bother us, like our coworkers, or if our favorite team missed the playoffs in the last game of the season, or if McDonald's decides that they don't have any large lids, even though they're a huge company that should never have that problem. You know, when I think of the dynamic of our podcast, I think of myself as like the tough power forward like Owen Nolan, where you kind of remind me of a speed finesse type player like Patrick Marlowe. I see what you're saying. When I look at our dynamic on the podcast, I see myself like Thierry Henry, smooth like butter on the pitch, ready to score that goal. And I see you like Zinedine Zidane, ready to headbutt any asshole that gets in your way. We talk about these topics and so much more on Level the Playing Field. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Thank you for listening to Mental Health Mondays. If you or anyone you know has a story to tell, whether that is mental health related or even just an anecdote for my other episode in the week, Sweet and Sour Nuggies, please get in touch with us via email or via our social links. You can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at ssnuggiespod, that is S-S-N-U-G-G-I-E-Z pod, or you can email us at nuggiespod at gmail.com. Once again, this has been your host, Ebony, and thank you for listening.